Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. And after you finish this episode, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. In this episode, I spoke with Kiana Williams the Vice President of Culture, Engagement, and Inclusion, and Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer at Ohio Health. Kiana and I discuss what it means to be an inclusive leader, going into how being a leader evolves over your career, how anyone can embody these inclusive qualities, the impact of the historic time we're in right now to end racism, and much more. To start, I asked Kiana why being inclusive is a quality a leader would want to have, and here's what she had to say. You know, when I think about the role of a leader, a leader is really about getting the best out of the people who they're leading. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, you have to be inclusive. You have to understand who the people are on your team. You have to understand what motivates them. You have to understand what inspires them. You have to understand where they're coming from and, you know, potentially, you know, what they're bringing to um, the work situation or whatever environment you're in. And to do that, you have to care about people. You have to take an interest in them. You have to want to see them succeed. And to me, that's really what it means to be inclusive. That's really why it's so important for leaders to do that is because that's how you bring the best out in people, right? It's really understanding them, understanding their strengths, understanding their opportunities, understanding their backgrounds, their aspirations, their values and then leveraging that for the good of all. And we talk about, you know, thinking about all that when you think about being a leader, would you say that that skill comes more naturally for some people than others, just like like anything, like maybe being more outgoing, maybe being more of like a people person, is that the same for being inclusive? I definitely think that you have people who um, are better at it than others, but I definitely also believe that it's a skill and a trait that anybody can develop. Um, And so I think that people who are constantly cultivating it, people who are constantly seeking new experiences, new relationships, those types of things are people who are naturally inclusive leaders. Um, Mm -hmm. But those types of skills, right, like, the ability to be curious, the ability to be interested in other people, the ability to be humble are things that we all can develop. So it may not necessarily come natural to everyone, but I do believe that we all can do it. And I love that you just mentioned like being curious, being humble, because I think sometimes when you think inclusive, obviously it's it's so important, but it can seem kind of intimidating, maybe especially if you're leading a group of people and you're thinking, I want to be inclusive to everyone. How can I do that? And maybe like overthink it a little bit. But I love that perspective of what you just mentioned, like other um, personality traits or skills kind of playing into that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I I do think that people um, tend to turn it into calculus. And it's not calculus, right? It is. It's all the things that we naturally want as individuals. So, you know, when I'm telling a leader, you know, to be more inclusive or what it looks like to be inclusive, it's all the things that that leader wants from the leader who they report to, right? And so it's not hard, right? It really is, you know, how do we do those things that we naturally want as human beings? 
And I know that you just mentioned some things now, like being humble, being curious, but what other qualities do you think an inclusive leader has? So I think one of the most important things, and I hear this often from, you know, members of underrepresented groups, is this idea that you are visibly committed to being inclusive, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, being willing to kind of put your name out there, share with the world, share with the organization that being inclusive is important to you. People want to see that overt expression of inclusiveness. I would also say that, um, you know, being aware of your own biases. So, you know, understanding that we all have biases and um, inclusive leaders not only understand that we all have biases, but they're also um, forthright in sharing what their biases are and what they're working on as well. I think, like I said, humility, curiosity about others. They're also great collaborators, right? So they work well with others. Um, they're intentional about how they work with others. Um, and then I would also say um, something that um, I think uh, I saw in an HBR article, they call it cultural intelligence. And so that's that idea of trying to get to know um, people who are different from you, adapting to different environments, that type of thing. So those are the things that I would say. And so when you talk about getting to know people who are different from you and in different environments, that plays into another question I wanted to ask, which was, does being an inclusive leader change or evolve depending on who you're leading? So what I would say is I think that the foundation of what it means to be an inclusive leader is what it is, right? No matter who you're leading. What I will say is, is I think that um, there are nuances to your point based on who you are leading. So you may have a group of folks who are introverted. And so leading them may look different than if you have, you know, a group of folks who are extroverted, right? So adjusting your style to the folks that you're leading, um, I do think um, makes a difference in um, how inclusive you are. But I think those foundational things that I talked about around humility, curiosity, cultural intelligence, collaboration, I think those um, are always pretty set in stone. And when we talk about having those qualities and and what really makes an inclusive leader is this something that anyone can do because i think the term leader can kind of intimidate people as well and they think like i'm not a manager like i'm not technically maybe leading other people so i don't know if this applies to me i don't know if this is something i can do myself yeah it's such a great question and i think the answer is a hundred percent yes right? Because every environment, every person wants to feel included. And so whether or not you have a leader title or not, doesn't mean that you can't create an environment of inclusion. It doesn't mean that you can't be inclusive. And so what I would encourage everyone is to think about how am I inclusive, regardless of if I have the title, how am I creating an environment where people feel like they can bring their whole selves, where people feel like their ideas are valued, where people feel like their voices matter. That's really what it's about. And I think it's leadership, um, not from a title standpoint, right? Because some of the most inclusive people that I've ever come across aren't people who, you know, had a VP title or a manager title. 
And so, you know, I think it's really important that we all figure out where we fit in this journey of creating belonging and inclusion in organizations. But I'm curious, do you think being an inclusive leader, has that evolved or changed with what's happening in the United States over just this past summer and now going into fall? So one of the things that I have heard a lot, um, especially in, you know, kind of this recent moment of um, civil rights um, and unrest is, is that people want to be heard. And so I would say inclusive leaders are really good listeners and they're not afraid to meet this moment. And so one of the things that I think that people have felt challenged by is I'm not sure what to say. And so they default to saying nothing. Right. right? And I think that what that does is it, it continues the hurt, the pain, and in some ways the trauma that marginalized groups are feeling in this moment. And so true leaders, you know, figure out how to show compassion, how to speak up in some way, shape or form in this moment. You know, and I think about it a lot like, um, you know, when there's been a death, you know, sometimes, you know, it's hard when somebody, you know, loses somebody who's close to them. Mm -hmm. um, but we always find something to say, right? We, we share our condolences, right? It's not always easy. It's sometimes difficult. And so in this moment, it's that same thing, right? We want people to know we care. We want them to know that they matter to us. And so rather than um, leaning into our discomfort, we need to lean into compassion and express to those people that they matter to us and that we care um, about how they're feeling. And I think the other thing that's really important is, is that sometimes people say, um, well, Kiana, you didn't know George Floyd, or you didn't know Breonna Taylor, or you didn't know Jacob Blake, and all of those things are true. Mm -hmm. However, the experience of, you know, um, seeing, you know, somebody murdered, you know, on video still resonates with me because I also see people who I love in them. It's really important that we don't shy away from this moment, that we lean into the moment and let people know that we care about them and that we know that this may be a challenging time. Definitely. And, and when you were mentioning some people just not saying anything earlier, I've heard um, friends of mine in, who have had uh, CEOs, bosses, and other organizations um, not say anything these past few months. And they've told me how disappointed they were that the company or their boss or whoever couldn't say anything about what was going on. What's obviously very historic time and is affecting everyone, impacting everyone. And, and I think that sometimes, like you mentioned, it's like that fear yeah. maybe of not knowing what to say, but you have to say something. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people are, you know, erring on the side of fear, then, you know, the other side of it is there's a ton of fear, there's a ton of hurt on the other side. And so, you know, and, and that's why I said, you know, having compassion and, and, and meeting people in this moment is so important. And when, when you talk about having compassion, what impact would you say does being an inclusive leader have on, on those that you're leading? 
a, a ton. So I remember um, right after um, George Floyd was murdered, um, I was actually out on tap. I was taking some time off unrelated and um, I got a call from my boss. Um, so she called me on Sunday. Well, first she texted me and then she called me on Sunday. So my boss is a worker. So I thought she was calling me about um, work. <laughs> so, yeah. so I kind of looked at it like, oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Am I going to call her? And so I aired on the side of calling her yeah. and she was, she was reaching out to offer me support. She said, I know this is a really difficult time. I want you to know that I see you, that you matter, that together we're all going to get past this moment. We're all going to work to end racism. Mm -hmm. And it meant the world to me. First of all, I was surprised um, that she was connected to what was going on um, so much so that she um, sent that. But then the fact that she sent it. So to me, that's why it's so important because you just don't know what the person on the other end needs in that moment. You don't know how far your words, your kindness, your compassion are going to extend to that person. Um, and, I, and I really felt seen, um, you know, as somebody who has to do this work every single day, I, I have the pleasure of doing diversity and inclusion work every single day. I think that sometimes people, um, you know, don't appreciate that sometimes, you know, the chief diversity officer also needs <laughs> some encouragement. So for her to do that, it just meant the world to me. And so um, I do think it's important for people to think about you know, how do you extend compassion to people um, in this moment? And, and like what you said earlier, that might not seem, from the outside, it might not seem like a big deal to someone, but it, it clearly meant so much to you. Yes. I mean, I even posted about it on LinkedIn. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my boss told me this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, it really did. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you've given, I think, so much great insight into what being an inclusive leader means during this discussion. Do you have any parting advice for those who are really looking to embody this? Yeah, Jessica, I think it ties to something that you said earlier, just this idea of sometimes we think that it's harder than it really is. And so what I would encourage people to do is take that first step, right? Because this journey is really about building relationship, making connection, being vulnerable, um, sharing of yourself. And um, as you do that, it will be returned to you. Um, because it's so important for me, for people to understand that this isn't just about doing something for underrepresented groups, right? Majority groups benefit when we create inclusive environments, right? Mm -hmm. Leaders who are inclusive benefit. There's tons of research that shows that leaders who are inclusive get more promotions, earn more money, their organizations are more successful. And so sometimes I think that we position creating inclusive environments as if it just benefits the marginalized group or minority groups, but this is about helping all of us. And so for those folks who might be afraid or who might be trepidatious about doing this, I would say lean in um, because it really is going to benefit us all.
Thank you to Kiana for joining us this episode to talk more about the qualities of an inclusive leader. And you can hear more from her on September 14th during her talk on recognizing and neutralizing bias as part of our Crossing Bridges series. Register for it now at ohiocpa.com diversity or click on the link in our show notes. And now that you've listened to the episode, are there qualities of an inclusive leader that you will work to develop? Let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.